Hey, this is Ollie, and welcome to The Body Reset. This podcast is being built to help career-driven professionals and business owners intelligently upgrade their body, energy, and personal performance in the modern world. I want to help uncover some of the core concepts, beliefs, and frameworks that we've used with thousands of clients to navigate health and performance as we age. If you want more like this, simply subscribe so you never miss the newest episode. Hey Facebook, we are live, uh, first time back, you've had Mandy, it's been an absolute treat for the last couple of weeks while I was over in the States, uh, I was in Orlando for a week, uh, Utah, Melbourne, and now back here, I think I, uh, Google told me I visited seven airports, I had eight flights in about 14 days, um, so I'm good for flying for a little bit now, uh, really good trip, did a lot over there, connected with a lot of people and got some really good ideas on how to serve our audience, build our company in the right way, all of these great things while I was over there. Um, so really good trip, uh, very short. We actually left Florida the same day that the hurricane was on its way. So uh, I think it kicked in at about 6 p.m. and we left at 1.30. So <laughs> I didn't have a lot of time left over, but uh, I'm back here in New Zealand. Hopefully you uh, didn't miss me too much or the opposite. You probably enjoyed Mandy's live trainings more than maybe these ones. But either way, I'm back. So uh, what I want to do today is go through uh, the three ways you can improve hormones through some really simple strategies. Our entire goal with what we do is taking really scientific topics and all of the experience we've had with clients and break it down into really simple, actionable steps that you can use every day. Uh, my name's Ollie Wood, if you're not aware, and we run the Body Reset coaching company to really uh, help elevate your energy, your body, and just allow you to feel and function the best you can. Uh, usually in your mid-40s and 50s, we start to see your body and energy slow down. Things aren't working like it used to. And it simply means that we need to be smarter in what we do, what we select as our focus to really get the most out of our body and our day. So really, hopefully, today is along those same lines, and we can give you some steps around how to improve them. So I want to go through three really simple ones to help you through that hormonal profile. This is your sex hormones. This is insulin. These are some of these really powerful hormones that have a significant impact on how you look and feel. So the first one I want to go through is simply moving in the first hours of the day and ideally outside. If we can start to get the body moving, uh, it, this can be a basic walk, this can be resistance training. I like those as being the two best starting points as opposed to more endurance or circuit style. But going for a, a, an easy morning walk or more of a resistance training, which have kind of at both ends of the spectrum in regards to intensity or work on the body, now, really have a significant impact on insulin resistance and also a lot of the main sex hormones like testosterone, human growth hormone, which male and female can be really beneficial at maintaining muscle mass, building strength, and that overall stability and balance, which we really need not just for a quality of life, but really longevity of life as well. So looking at that movement first hours of the morning, we really like to build that into our routine and whatever part of that morning routine you currently do, whether it's any sort of journaling, meditation, uh, getting in a good breakfast, getting the kids ready for school, whatever it might be, taking the time to just lock in 10, maybe even 20 minutes worth of exercise for you in the morning. It can be a couple of stretches and activations or uh, crunches in the in the living room. It can be a walk outside, ideally getting some sun and some uh, outdoor air, or it can be that resistance training workout base either home again or at gym. So that's your first one. And I think it's a simple one that many of us know about, you know, uh, push play 30 minutes a day, taking the time to really get that exercise in and uh, being able to do it in the early hours of the morning, being able to get that sun exposure as well, really gives you a double benefit of being able to improve insulin sensitivity. Uh, and I think this insulin controlled living is a strategy that I think is 
pretty universal in helping overall health span, performance span, and lifespan, which actually are three different things we'll do a video on in the future. But taking the time to look at simply that sun exposure, it's uh, your increase in vitamin D and being able to improve your ability to uh, utilize carbohydrates as opposed to store carbohydrates, of course, is going to have huge benefits, not only from dropping body fat, but also maintaining good, steady energy throughout the day. Now, the second one we want to add in, and this is a significant portion that we talk about with our clients and that you've likely heard me talk about before, is increasing your protein intake, right? Really taking the time to get to an adequate protein intake in your day is something that not enough people are doing, especially when we start to get busy, we're in the middle of work, we're rushed with meals. And it's really easy to see when we go down to the local food shop or salad bar or whatever it might be, they chuck a minuscule little bit of chicken or something on the side and the amounts are simply not adequate enough to fuel the day. Some of the salads can be quite good, some of the dressings can be a bit questionable, but the protein amount is far too low. So taking the time to increase your protein intake really has a significant impact on your body um, and really is the building blocks of a lot of your main hormones, right? If you don't have adequate amounts of these amino acids in your, in your bloodstream from ultimately the amino acids are the uh, main building blocks of those proteins or building blocks of these amino acids, uh, of these hormones. And if you don't have enough protein in those meals, it's going to have significant impact and detrimental impact on uh, adequate hormone production through the day. So you're going to have suppressed testosterone function for men. You're going to have uh, generally uh, them just not be at the right levels overall through the day. So uh, looking to aim for about 20 to 30 grams of protein per meal is a really, really good place to start. And um, we like to push for 1.5 up to 2 grams per kilo of body weight. So if I'm a 100 kilo human, then 200 grams of the day is generally what I'd be looking for, provided I'm training three or four times a week, contracting a couple muscles and getting things working, so I can utilize that really well. Now again, this is a significant impact happening with lifespan, health span, and performance span that really I think is finding the balance between the three. And um, we'll talk about that a ton more. There's a whole other angle I'd love to go into there, but understanding that simply hitting 20 to 30 grams per uh, per meal makes a really big difference. And just be aware that 20 grams does not mean 20 grams of say chicken, 20 grams of protein. So we'd be looking at about uh, 80 to 100 grams of most of our lean meats, like our, our beef, our chicken, turkey, etc. Uh, trying to make sure that we're getting in some sort of protein with those meals eggs, protein powders, uh, we can even start to add in some vegetable proteins, vegetable proteins somewhere, but as a main source, we need to make sure probably that there's some uh, some meat-based sources, especially as we're getting into our 40s, 50s, and beyond, that protein requirement goes up and becomes all the more important, all right? So looking to add that in, huge diff, uh, improvement, and if you're someone that tends to overeat or someone that starts to really catch up uh, on the food intake that's being missed through the day, you know, front-loading those meals can make a big difference, and taking the time to have adequate protein in those meals uh, actually really reduces a really vital hunger hormone called ghrelin. Now, if ghrelin's too high, you'll eat the entire pantry, right? So by increasing your protein intake, that can really help monitor that one as well if you're noticing that you tend to just kind of overeat a little bit when you get home, all right? And then the last one I want to go into, which you know I've got to bring up, is taking care of your gut health, right? The amount that your gut health regulates hormones is really significant, right? It impacts our mood, our sleep quality, overall hormone production. It's a huge centerpiece of all of these things happening in our body and hence why we focus on it a ton inside the program to really help the body assist in energy production, hormone production and all of these things that allow us to show up in a really good space. Now 
if your goal is fat loss and really looking at through the lens of how can uh, improving my gut health improve obesity, what you'll notice is there's a ton of studies out there that now show how much the makeup of your microbiome can really determine what's happening on the outer shell. So there was a really famous study that's done a long time ago now where uh, they actually transplanted the microbiome, essentially the stools of a uh, obese mouse into a lean mouse. And what they found is the lean mouse got uh, started to really pack on a lot of weight. And what this shows and what has been shown through all the studies since is simply the that, that uh, difference in diversity of, of bacteria in our stomach has a significant impact on uh, reducing or increasing inflammation in our body, having an impact on insulin sensitivity or resistance, right? So our body's ability to utilize carbohydrates or store them, and then ultimately our immune system, our overall inflammatory markers that are coming through, whether our body's protecting ourselves from the foods coming in or whether it's finding those sensitivities are really getting out of hand. Now, both of those, insulin sensitivity and inflammation, are key aspects that you want to keep uh, low or one sensitive and one low being inflammation will have a huge impact on your quality of life and how you look and feel on a day-to-day basis. So a couple of things that I want to go through from a gut health standpoint, we talk about diversity of foods a lot, really taking the time to look at uh, a lot of these uh, dark leafy greens, trying to get some vibrance and colors in. You've heard me mention the uh, count colors, not calories phrase to take the time to really build that base. If you're doing that alongside moving outside and taking the time to get enough protein in in every meal, then that should be a really, really good place to start. Um, I would love to go through a ton more on the gut health side of things, but if you want to see that in a really easy PDF form, just comment gut health below. We'll send you the full PDF. There's a full nine steps that we walk you through of areas that you can focus on there uh, and why we always focus on building, not always, but a lot of the time really focus on building up that gut health as being a real center point to improving hormones. Because hormones are kind of like the sensor in your body that if your gut's not right, that's where things start to go off the show. When we just focus on hormones through one lens but don't address the full human, that's really where those issues start to come through. So those are my three for today. Hopefully that keeps it nice and simple. Taking again those big scientific complex topic and bringing it back into today's world that are easy, actionable steps you can actually apply to your day. So move early in the morning, ideally get some sunshine. Two, increase that protein intake so that every meal you're trying to get at least 20 to 30 grams per meal. And ideally that's three to four meals a day is pretty good for most. And then lastly, really take care of your gut health and just comment that uh, gut health below so I can send you through the full PDF and show you those nine steps to improve your gut and really start to simplify nutrition in a way that is supporting and looking after your body, nourishing your body, rather than simply trying to force it to make the changes. When we look after a body, it tends to work with us. So hope that was helpful. Hope that gave you a bit of a rundown on those three steps. Hope you have an incredible week. Lovely to be back, and we'll talk again very soon. See ya. Bye. This episode was brought to you by The Body Reset, world leaders in health and performance coaching. If you love this episode, it would be a massive help if you could just share with one person that you think would benefit. I'd also love to hear from you personally on social media or via email if I can help you personally. Until next time, remember long-term change comes from self-compassion and thanks for tuning in.